Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the crazy to happen in running this week. This week's stories include possibly the world's worst ultra, who found golden tickets at Black Canyon 100K, and the latest rabbit cup, Smack Talk. We lead off this week with one of the most horrifying concepts for an ultramarathon I think I've ever heard of. I think this makes even the Barkley look like a nice stroll in the park. Organizers of the Tunnel Ultra, not to be confused with the Tunnel Hill Race, where Camille set the 100-mile world record this past November, this one is held in the UK and founder Mark Cockbane describes it as 200 miles non-stop through the darkness of the UK's longest foot tunnels that will be a mind-bending test of extreme endurance and sensory deprivation. Holy sh! this sounds insane. The tunnels will be completely dark from 11pm to 5am, and get this, no headphones are allowed. Damn guys, applications are now being accepted for the inaugural event, go. Ultra Running's favorite panda and unicorn have officially announced they are expecting a young pandacorn come this summer. The new addition will call mountains above Wrightwood, California home, and I'm sure will be out on the PCT and the trails of the AC100 within no time. A huge congrats to the Grossmans, Katie and Dom. It is the time of year when we report on quite a few winter ultras taking place in the Northern Hemisphere. Now being born and raised in the deserts, these types of races are quite foreign to me, just as I'm sure some can't imagine racing in triple-digit temps. Pulling a sled in negative degrees for days on end, wow. The latest to take place was the Yukon Arctic Ultra, featuring a 100, 300, and 430-mile non-stop foot race in Canada. This year, Italian competitor Roberto Zanda suffered from some extreme frostbite after he abandoned his sled in search of help after his feet started freezing in the negative 30 to 40 degree temperatures. Man, F that. Roberto lost all circulation in his hands and feet, which may need to be amputated if blood flow does not return over the coming weeks. This is truly tragic, and we can only send well wishes towards Roberto. He is tough, saying he is glad to be alive and will continue to race even if he ends up with prosthetics. If that isn't the ultra spirit, I don't know what is. Damn. In more racing news this week, another golden ticket race went down, this time in the deserts outside Phoenix, Arizona, at the Black Canyon 100K. The race saw almost ideal conditions for the first time in its five-year history. Tim Frerichs ran away with the win in 8 hours 12 minutes, unwrapping that coveted golden ticket and securing a spot to the Western States 100. Following Tim in second place in 8.53 was Elsa McDonald of Canada laying the Mac down on the rest of the competition. She was dominant all day and you could really sense how bad she wanted that ticket. Finishing just behind her was Juan Moran. Now Juan signed up race week and didn't really have a goal in mind, in fact he wasn't even sure at the finish if he would be running Western States. But we can confirm after talking it over with his manager slash wife, he will be heading to the big dance in June. Although she did play second woman, Courtney D already earned her ticket, so the spot rolled down to Paige Patillo. We now go to Maya Ray Ray with more on the Black Canyon experience. I was stoked to finally meet her in person and here's the proof. Maya, tell your pops to heal up and we want him back next year to buckle up. Thanks Jam Jam. Black Canyon was epic. Hashtag epic, hashtag Black Canyon, hashtag on ticket, hashtag, hashtag, so many hashtags. Who had a great time at Black Canyon? Me. Who didn't have a great time at Black Canyon? My brother. 
That trail won the battle. Poor guy. Let's go to the important stuff. First, the weather after a poopy last year. The weather this year was awesome. Hashtag, it's always sunny at Black Canyon. The aid stations, I was amazed how awesome these were. Bumblebee looked like a carnival. Props to all the people who helped the runners. You guys are awesome. The race itself, friend of the show and resident Calvin Klein model. Tim Ferricks kicked some butt. Bang, 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 so many bangs. Man, he's dreamy. Alyssa, second overall, so awesome. Paige and Courtney, hashtag girl power. All in all, what an amazing experience and a great event. Congrats to all the runners who finished. Back to reality, going to school. USATF 100 mile road champs took place in Vegas at the Jackpot Ultras. We saw a legit fast time from John Olson, who ran a ridiculously consistent race to win in 13 hours, 39 minutes. On the ladies' side, it was Tracy Falbo coming away as champion in 17 hours, three minutes. Special shout out to Outhouse viewers, the Reese family who all partook in the event, and all completing ultra distances. Love seeing the camaraderie and family support at these fixed time events. Heading to the Beast Coast, to the Wild Oak Trail 100, or TWAT, we've got some results from a truly epic race. The course has no aid stations, no crew, and no pacers, just like I like it. With five 20-plus mile loops and over 30,000 feet of climb, ya boy, and 15th Barkley finisher John Kelly came away with the win and course record, becoming the first to break the sub-24-hour barrier in 2348. He was way ahead of second place, Kathleen Cusick, who landed all five loops in 32.30. A handful of others finished, including John Feggy Veresi, another Barkley finisher. I've got to put this one on my list. The Moab Red Hot once again saw some smoking competition, with course, course records falling once again, as the migration of fast roadrunners to the trails continues to march on. Anthony Costales threw down a 3.37 in the 50K to go under Hayden Hawks' course record from last year. And although not a record, Cat Bradley won for the ladies in 4.54. The Coastal Challenge ended just about as we reported last week with Ragna DeBots taking the ladies' win and a new course record and Tom Evans of the UK edging out American Hayden Hawks by four minutes in the men's race in over 21 hours of racing. Shout out to Timothy Olson, who wound up on the injured reserve list with a twisted ankle after day four. Shout out to Mr. Rabora's PE class of Glenbrook North High School, who challenged his class to a blue jeans mile. We absolutely love this. What other high schools want to jump on board? Not to be outdone, Kevin Wheat posted to Instagram about the front range cross country pizza mile that went down near Green Mountain in Boulder. These guys put down a slice of pizza per quarter mile on a 1.1 mile course with 750 feet of gain. This is definitely an event I'd like to give a try. 15 men and women towed the line and apparently zero pukers were had. Zero pukes were had. I don't really know. No one threw up. 
More in food news, Amelia Boone's consistent begging of a Pop-Tart sponsorship may be gaining steam. She threatened to cheat on her beloved brand with Moon Pies, which caused a reactionary post from Pop-Tarts themselves, and I quote, Girl, you know we love you. Come on now. Nick Simmons, head of Run Gum, is moving from the 800 to marathons to mountaineering? He conquered the 16,000-foot-plus Karstens Pyramid in 27 hours. Damn impressive, I'd say. And UTMB, I bet, is in this dude's future. Our final story of the week comes to us from Steamboat Springs and the Rabbit Cup. Some ultra-athletes were laying down some smack talk on Twitter this week. If you recall, the Rabbit Cup aims to pit 10 ultra teams against each other at the Run Rabbit Run 100 by each putting up 10 grand in cash. Winning team takes home 50k. Only problem, only ultra who is also sponsoring the Run Rabbit races is the only one to sign on board so far. Kyle Pitari, ultra athlete, tweeted, Other brands scared to race us? Not sure if it's that, or maybe it just isn't all about the money when it comes to racing competitively at the 100-mile distance. It seems the top competitors are drawn to Western States and UTMB to go against the best. We'll update all of you Outhouse viewers if the bunny meter goes up anytime between now and September, but for now, it has flatlined. Our Outhouse of the Week actually comes to us from the Black Canyon 100K at the Mile 20 Bumblebee Ranch aid station, which actually had flushing toilets. It's a shame this runner treated the luxury so poorly. You're welcome in advance. <laughs> oh. And with that, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. If you have crazy stories to share or a question or feedback for the show, please leave a comment below. And as always, a huge thank you to our Patreon supporters who keeps this show going, now 81 weeks strong. Have a shitty week.